Welcome, bienvenidos, uh, Cactus Dispatch, a chill podcast about travel and expat life in Mexico City. I'm your host, Mary Beth, also known as Maribel, uh, reporting live from Mazunte, a really cool beach in Oaxaca. Um, and today I'm going to be talking about a few different things. I've been on a podcast sabbatical since the end of July, so we've had August and September off. Um, and I'm really excited to be getting back online um, with a new theme and focus now that I'm more grounded in Mexico City and um, with some exciting updates. So with that, I'm going to jump in to the podcast. So Mazunte is where I am right now. and Here's the quick download on it. It's a little hippie beach town that's in Oaxaca. Oaxaca is a, a state in Mexico that's like about, I mean, it's directly south of Mexico City. It's about an hour to an hour and a half flight, depending on what airline you take. And um, you, I flew into Puerto Escondido. From there, I took a bus to town, and from there I got a taxi to Mazunte. So, um, it's a little, it's definitely off the beaten path, but the main, like, tourism is yoga and going to the beach, so it's just a chill spot. There's a lot of health-based, there are a lot of health-based, like, restaurants and places to eat. Um, there's a ton of kombucha here, super cheap compared to um, America, even Mexico City, and it's a nice little town to spend a couple of days. I definitely don't think I could live here. Honestly, I haven't done any yoga yet, but um, and I don't really want to. But if you're into yoga, I'm sure you could find a retreat here. Um, I'm staying at this place called La Posada del Arquitecto, which is like the house of the architect. It's 400 pesos a night, which is like 20 to 25 bucks. I don't have AC, I just have a fan. My bed is, it's a really cool room. Like the bed is hanging from the ceiling and there's also a hammock. The bed is fully enclosed in a mosquito net. And the downside is that A, no, no air conditioning and B, um, there isn't a private bathroom. So I kind of have to like, do a small hike to get to the bathroom, but that's, I mean, in the end, it's okay. Um, right now, I feel like I'm a little out of breath because I'm walking to San Agustinillo, which is a town, like, literally one mile away walking, and um, that is even more hipster and more off the beaten path, um, but it's cute. It's, again, it's on the beach, there's yoga there. Seems like there are a lot of good restaurants. And um, I might, if I were to come again, I might stay there next time. I don't know if I'd come again by myself because it's a little bit lonely. Like the, um, what is it? Like the yoga people are like friends with the other yoga people. I met an Israeli couple this morning because we've literally crowds have every single time I go to a restaurant, they are either already there or they're 
they come right after I get there. We're staying at, we're all staying at the same place, um, which is really funny, but it's been, I don't know, not, and people aren't necessarily super friendly. Like, um, I find that in Mexico City, if you smile at someone, they'll usually return the smile with, with gusto. And here, I've been <laughs> smiling at some of the ladies in these shops and they give me the dirtiest look back. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm sure that like it's a town built on tourism and they're like, stop coming. But it's also like, this is a livelihood. So I feel like you could be a little bit nicer and some kind of grumpy people. But um, my mom asked me if I liked Puerto Escondido or Mazunte more. And I think I like Mazunte more. It's a lot smaller. Um, but it's way more, I'm like steps from the beach where I'm staying and it's cheaper and, um, it's also like I can walk or run a mile to the next town and, um, and see completely different stuff. So I don't know. It definitely like, I feel like every town in Oaxaca feels super Mexican, like authentic. There are you know, people walking around with no shirts on, every three steps is a different restaurant. Um, so it's just a cool, it's cool to explore something different um, in a state I've already been to. I didn't want to, I like Puerto Escondido, but I didn't want to go again. So, um, so that's another thing in, in Oaxaca, when I just walked by a restaurant and made eye contact with people and they're eating. So I said, hola, que tal, hi, what's up? They also said provecho, which means bon appetit, or like have a good meal. In Oaxaca, if you don't say it, if you don't say provecho, it's almost considered rude. So that's one thing I really love about Mexico is how people are very polite to one another and to people that they don't know. Um, and and one, one way to do that is by phrases like provecho or Provecho, I think, is the biggest one I know of. Um, so that's my that's my update on Mazunte. If you have any questions about it or if you've been here and there are things I'm missing, please let me know. Um, I think one of the biggest um, and best resources I've found on Mazunte is actually this blog called Mas Queso. It's M-A-S-Q-U-E-S-O dot C-O. It's written by an American guy, as far as I can tell. His name's Dan Kelly. And he has basically reviewed every restaurant in Mazunte worth eating at. Um, from, like, the best breakfast sandwich, the best pizza, the best coffee. Mazunte and San Agustinio. So uh, check that out if you're going to be in town. My caveats are everything is closed. Almost everything is closed in Mazunte on Monday. And everything is closed in San Agostinio on Tuesday. So plan that accordingly, because I hung around Mazunte on Monday, and then I went to San Agostinio on Tuesday, so I've gotten almost every closure. But um, I've also had a ton of kombucha, and three scoops of vegan ice cream, more to come. Uh, really good pastries, surprisingly. This place called Baguette. Um, and good pizza. I mean, 
I'm pretty sure I'm allergic to cheese, so I try not to eat it that much or my face entirely breaks out. However, it's been fine. Only problems with my face right now are that I have like mosquito bites on it. Um, so that is my Mizunte download. The rest of this episode is going to be about what I've been up to in August and September. Um, but this is pretty much the extent of my, my Mizunte review. Um, to start out with uh, the podcast, I'm going to talk about what I've been up to for the past two months and have not been updating you guys on. So at the end of July, I flew back to Mexico City and was so happy to get home. But to be honest, I was a bit overwhelmed and it took me some time to to reacclimate. Um, and during that time, I'm so, so glad that I had my really good friend Marie uh, staying at my house through the end of her sublease. She was so helpful and the sweetest person. Marie, like, I can't thank you enough. Um, Marie was there when I landed. She was there to chat and help me unpack. Um, we had Scout and we went out to eat, had really good tacos. Actually, Marie made me tacos the first night I was home. And she also made me a welcome basket to my own house to come back to Mexico, which was so sweet. Um, And it was just really, really nice, even though I normally prefer to live alone, it was really nice to have someone who was such a good friend at home every day the first week that I was there. We we went on walks together, we, uh, it was really just, I mean, just, it's always nice to have a friend, but it was, extremely helpful to come back to Mexico City where I felt like my friend group had kind of changed and uh, Marie said okay I'm going to this yoga class organized by our book club and you can come if you want if you're too tired don't don't worry about it and I said okay I'll come and it was just so pleasant Um, so I highly recommend if you're coming back from a big amount of time away if you can have some kind of transition buddy by your side uh, be that a friend, family member, or like a, a pet, uh, highly, highly recommend. Um, after my first week, first like five days back in Mexico City, I um, actually went home to Texas where I had my 10 year high school reunion, uh, which was so much fun. Two months later, I'm still geeking out about how much fun I had. Um, my high school class was full of really nice just great people and um it was so fun to reconnect with them um reconnect with people I hadn't seen in a while to see old friends that maybe I see get to see every time I come home I feel like I don't want to say like I made new friends but I think everyone going into the reunion had the same feelings of being a little apprehensive and not sure how this would go um but we had the way it was set up, and it was really well organized by my classmates. Um, the first night, we had kind of a an informal reunion in the park in our town. Everyone came with with drinks, beer, water, whatever, and folding chairs, and um, we just kind of hung out. It was a really small group, probably 15 people max, and um, that was Friday night. And people, a few people brought their kids, and um, which was fun. It was fun to get to meet, see the little kiddos. So sweet. And then um, the next night, Saturday, we had a reunion at a bar. So this was the more formal event. And um, 
there, I think over the course of the night, there were probably about 60 people, and my high school class was 265, so we were definitely missing a huge, you know, like, four-fifths of the class, but um, it still was an awesome turnout in terms of who who was able to be there, um, and it was, it was just fun. We had, I don't know, I had a good time catching up with everyone. Our Spanish teacher came. Um, people I hadn't seen since I'd graduated from high school. But, you know, you just fall back into it so quickly. Uh, I think as long as you go into it with an open open spirit and, um, and everyone was there with the intention of being kind. It wasn't, uh, I don't know why, but I think I, I thought someone, people might be mean, but nobody was. Everyone was really friendly. They wanted to know what I'd been up to. I was curious what they'd been up to. And, and we all enjoyed it so much that I said, let's not let it be 10 years until the next time we see each other. So um, hopefully I'll get to see way more people than the, than the four or five that I'd normally do around Christmas time. Um, and if you went to Little Elm High School, class of 2008, um, and you didn't come to our reunion, I, I hope you'd come to this thing we're planning at Christmas. Um, send me an email if you have any questions or send me a Facebook message. Um, but it was really, really awesome. So, um, after the reunion and some time at home with my parents, just the weekend, uh, I went back to Mexico city and, um, I got my other dog captain back from boarding. And, um, that's a, that's another story, which I'll tell in another podcast, but, um, captain came back and he was in great shape. He was so clean had been like he's a rescue dog and when I first he's a black dog and when I first got him he was almost red because of how much time he'd had in the sun and and how his fur just um wasn't being cared for and when I got him back from grooming not from grooming from boarding he'd been so well taken care of and really adapted to his new food and his new routine so well that he's like a jet black jet black dog now which is really, really cool to see. And really, um, he's, he and I and Scout have all gotten really used to each other and we're really happy about, uh, I'm really happy about the way things are working with the two of them. They still fight a little bit, but um, things have gotten a lot better. And he is just thriving. Like he and Scout weigh exactly the same now. And they're both, um, they know the routine they are learning new tricks and they're just really happy. I'll do a whole episode on my dogs because I think it's a whole other story. But, um, so it was great to get Captain back and kind of get into a routine. And then, um, in no time, I, I was like, okay, I have six weeks on the ground in Mexico city. I'm just going to take this time to really like reconnect to Mexico. And in that time I happened to have a visitor, or a group of visitors almost every weekend, um, which was a blast, but also exhausting. So my my mom and my aunt came. My really good friend from lifeguarding when I was in high school came. 20 of my brother's friends came from UT and Rice and plus or minus girlfriends. It was a really, really fun group. Um, I saw a good friend, Tony, from college. I mean, I can't even keep up anymore. I have a friend, Dareth, from college, and 
friends of friends. And it was, it's been a blast. It's been so much fun. And um, my friend Tony said, okay, six weeks on the ground really isn't that much MB. Like you've been gone for three months. I said, I know, I know. But, um, and then I said, yeah, and actually I have visitors pretty much every weekend. And he was like, that's not a break at all. Uh, which was actually exactly what I needed to hear because I've been going, like at the rate and the pace I've been going, I'd been going all summer. When I came back, I was like, oh, okay, I'll just be chilling out. It'll just be so relaxing. And it was it was actually not relaxing. On every Monday, I felt like I needed to sleep the whole day. And then sometimes, like for, there were about two weeks where I was just sick. And it was every, the range of everything from like, allergies to sinuses to stomach problems to it ran the gamut and um I was telling someone I basically was I was Lindsay Lohan status of exhaustion when she was like going crazy partying I um I was like my body is saying hey like you need to just lay down and rest up uh please don't travel anywhere don't do anything don't go out and drink don't don't eat anything crazy so um, so I really did take a couple weeks to rest and repair my body um, while hosting people in the meantime, which was really fun. Every time I host people, I get to do something new and different, um, which was actually really inspirational into, like, I think, the biggest update, which is that I've decided to start my own tour company um, for people coming to visit Mexico City who don't know what to do or where to go. Um, so... I've been toying around with names for this company, and I think I'm going to call it um, Gringa on the Ground. Um, the company is mostly aimed at, at U.S. visitors or gringos who come to visit Mexico City and don't know exactly what to do. So um, I had one group of guys who came and really wanted to go clubbing. So I made them reservations at all the coolest clubs and then went with them to make sure that they got in. Um, Another group of people, I mean, like, you can make, I can make itineraries for people. I can set up doors to the pyramids. A big group went to Zoshimilko or needed help with dinner reservations. So I'm, um, I'm just really excited about taking the skills I've, I've used for all my friends and family and um, extending that for even more people. Um, this is all on my website uh, if you go to cactusdispatch.com, um, the main page will show you the tours uh, that are available and itineraries. And um, just send me an email, cactusdispatchpodcast at gmail.com uh, for any details or any custom requests. But um, I think the main, tours, the main tours I have on my page are um, guided tours through anywhere you would like to go, if it's the Centro, Coyoacan, um, Condesa, Roma, Polanco, if you want to do a shopping tour, a food tour, um, a museum tour, if you want to go to the pyramids, if you'd like someone to pick you up from the airport um, and give you a city briefing on your way from the airport back to your hotel, I'm, I'd be happy to do that, and I think it would really help you get your bearings. Um, so if you have any, any questions or custom tour requests, drop me a line. Um, I'm really excited about this venture. It's been so much fun that every time I do it, it doesn't even feel like work. 
um, and everyone I've given a tour to becomes a friend, which is really exciting. Um, and, and just a cool way to get to share my favorite city in the world with people that might not speak Spanish or might not feel comfortable because of, of the bad press Mexico City may have gotten. Um, so that's one thing I'm, I'm super, super excited about. Um, what else? I haven't been traveling too, too much. Like I said, I, I was in town. I went to Texas and then back for six weeks. And then two weeks ago, I went to Chicago for my sister Emily's baby shower, which was really so much fun. It was a great um, couple of days in Chicago. I got to see a really good friend and her husband. We went to see Crazy Rich Asians, which was, I think, the best movie that I've ever seen, um, at least this year. Uh, Coco is the best movie from last year, the animated movie about Dia de los Muertos. And um, I mean, Crazy Rich Asians was so good. My sister's, uh, my sister's husband, my other sister, Julia, her husband is Taiwanese. And um, someone asked me why I like the movie so much. And I said, you know, my niece and nephews are all um, half Asian. Like their, their, their dad is Asian and their mom is white. And I think it is so cool that there's a movie they can go and see where the characters look like them and that they can look up to these people. And I, I really hope that they do this, a sequel and a, a threequel. I don't know the a third movie. Um, because I thought it was so well done and, um, and the books, Crazy Rich Asians are so good. So if you haven't read them, I highly recommend reading them, reading the books, seeing the movie. I've seen it twice now. I went in Mexico city and I'll probably go and see it again this week. It was incredible. Um, but back to Chicago, I had a really good time shopping with my mom and my sisters. Um, we had two aunts come in and my uncle, um, which was really nice and, uh, just get, just fun to get to connect with so many different family members that normally we only get to see at weddings and funerals. So it's really fun to see, um, to see people at times when it isn't necessarily, um, our whole entire family, which I found to be sometimes quite overwhelming, even though I'm a pretty social person. Um, so we had a wonderful time at the baby shower. I also got to see my roommate from college, Lindsay, and meet her Bernie's mountain dog named Kevin, who was so sweet, and then came back to Mexico City. And um, honestly, for the past two weeks, I've been pretty bored, uh, which is a bad thing. I um, One of my friends wrote me and said, wrote back to something I posted on Instagram, and she said, you are on permanent vacation. This is, this is only a problem people on vacation have. When I posted that after I finish reading a book, I always have to have a second book lined up and I have to start reading it right away or I, I fall into like this like valley of book depression. And um, she's right. Like I, I have had a lot of time, like free time, but um, I think it really poses the question like, if I was listening to a podcast and they were asking if you could live forever, would you? And I don't think that I would. And same with permanent vacation. Like the, 
allure of being on vacation is really the fact that it's a time away or or a break from working. Whereas if you're not ever really working, then it's not that much fun to take a vacation necessarily. Or it might be fun, but it's not like, it's not as sweet. So, um, so my plan really is to get way more into um, touring, to fill up my schedule with that. And um, looking for other projects that, that take up my time in a more concrete way. Um, because working for myself is a lot different than any other job I've had before, like working in magazines, working for um, the seafood company that I worked for. I, I'm driving everything on my own. And um, so it's a, it's a different kind of complication. And uh, I'm, I'm, I feel very, very lucky. Like, I, I hope this doesn't come out the wrong way. I feel extremely lucky to have this time and to be able to do things like this when I'm 28 and single and don't have children and don't have a family but it's also a little bit um it it feels a little bit like I'm a little lost so um so I'm just taking taking advantage of the time that's why I came to the beach this week the weather has been really really bad in Mexico City we're we're at the end of the rainy season but I was like, I cannot take this anymore. So I booked a trip to to come to the beach in Oaxaca. It has been like blue skies every day, lots of sun, lots of swimming, and um, and going going for runs, working out, and uh, I am going for a what am I going for? I'm going to have a tarot reading session and a Reiki session. I've done tarot before, but I've never done Reiki. So I'm really excited for both of those. And, um, and then I come back to go back to Mexico City tomorrow. And I have a really busy weekend. I have um, a really good friend in town from Monterey, Mexico, my friend Barbie, and her husband. And um, I'm going to dinner with them on Friday. And then on Saturday, I have a wedding friends from UT that are actually from Texas but decided to get married in Mexico City because they love it so much um so I'm really excited for that wedding I I love weddings I think they're so much fun especially here in Mexico and um and then Sunday I have a roommate for this month this really nice guy Eric who's from Norway and he and I are going to have dinner with my neighbors who he actually already knows um because Mexico City is a really really small world um but I I'm really excited to be back with the podcast I'm hoping to do it planning to do it more regularly um maybe even every day or every other day uh we'll see and I think I'm going to start doing some type of element in Spanish or like a Spanish word of the day um just for just for well mostly for my own personal um how do I say like my own personal language development but also um for people who'd like to listen in Spanish I think there's no way that I can improve my Spanish more than um than speaking out loud and uh I've started to do yesterday I started to do Spanish Instagram stories like speaking in Spanish so uh we'll see how that goes 
And um, as always, any questions, comments, or feedback, send me an email, cactusdispatchpodcast at gmail.com. Um, you can find me on Instagram at mbymbymby or at cactusdispatch. Um, I've also been braiding more in Mexico City. Um, when I lived in New York, I had a a small side small side business where I would braid people's hair for weddings and events. And um, someone found me in Mexico and came over to my house and we had a, a great time um, braiding hair and connecting. It's, it's a great way for me to connect with women that I might not otherwise. Um, and my hair is getting a little bit longer, so I'm braiding it a lot more. Uh, so if you'd like to see my braids, you can find me at MB Braid Bar on Instagram. Um, and that is all I've got today. So pack your bags because it's the Cactus Dispatch. Besos.